Welcome to Game Watch, a slightly offshoot of our other podcast, Shame Watch. And uh, we don't know exactly what this is yet, but we're going to talk about video games and the impact it's had on us as gamers and uh, the ever-changing life of a gamer and what does it mean to be a gamer and how much games have changed since we were all children and how children now are interacting with games. Uh, and uh, I'm James Fight from Shamewatch. Uh, the other co-host from Shamewatch is here as well. Hey guys, Aaron, yeah, yeah, lovable, friendly, nice Aaron from Shamewatch, uh, editor. Uh, liked, likes, I like to game. I like, I like the video games. I like, yeah, uh, like the feeling of a controller. Um, I like. Uh, I like everything that video games has opened my world to and the friendships I've made because of it. Yep. Uh, and below me is the lovely blue-haired woman herself. I didn't know how else to give it away. No, it's good. Uh, <laughs> Taylor uh, Price. I have a last name as well. You do. I, um, you know, I'm here. I, I didn't think of a good intro. I also like video games, hence why I'm in this conversation. Well, I you do had have your, Blueware. You had your own video game podcast for a while. Did, yep, did have uh, my own video game podcast for a while, which was essentially what we're going to do. But, you know, it was in hype of uh, Taylor got unemployed and stressed and working 12 part-time jobs. So it didn't exist because editing takes time. But yeah. now here we are. Yeah. Stable we're doing it. Fish. And Taylor, you and I have worked on many uh, short film projects together. Many a projects, and we'll continue to do so once you move back to Austin. I'm going to keep telling you that until you move here. Hey, you preach to the choir. I know. Uh, I know. We all know. So many job applications. (laughs) We'll get there. (laughs) And uh, our final host, uh, I I think the most important one, uh, is. Probably our biggest Shame Watch fan himself is here. Biggest supporter. Hi. Biggest supporter. Hello. This is Alan Smith. Uh, I am your fourth Game Watch host. Uh, I not do only do I love video games. I actually work in the video game industry. Um, standard boilerplate disclaimer here. Any opinions expressed here are solely my own. Don't inflict on my employers. Yada, yada, yada. Um, I don't think that's going to be a big deal. I just wanted to get that out of the way. No one asked me to do it. I just am covering my... Can we swear on this podcast? Yeah. yeah fuck why it. Not? Okay, covering my ass. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Uh, so, yeah. Hi. And uh, we're all friends who like video games. Aaron, you had you had a thing you wanted us to launch off from. How about you uh, do that? Yeah. Um, so, I think uh, a good starting off point uh, for a video game podcast is one you 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 heard us yeah we said our names and we said some things but uh what brings us here and that's video games and i think for a lot of gamers there's that kind of like i don't want to say magical because i'm not trying to make this romantic or nothing but i think there was that moment where you're like oh shit i think this is just gonna be a part of me <laughs> Um, yeah. And that's kind of like your first video game that not the first video game that you ever played, because I know that's going to be different for a lot of folks. I think my first video game I ever played might have been consciously that I can remember was Mario 64. Hell um, yeah, but dude. That was just going over to a friend's house and playing it. Um, the first game I finished and was my own. Uh, and I'm kind of glad my parents kind of instilled this in me early was uh i got a gamecube for christmas um and i'll never forget like i i I was in high school and my parents finally told me how they got it and my dad was like oh yeah i had to lie my ass off to get that gamecube i was like what do you mean he was like there was like 10 of us in line and they came up and said all right there's only one left and best story gets it what (laughs) and everybody gets it yeah best story gets it 
And my dad was like, yeah, I told him you were in a coma. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, yeah. And he was like, and I just want to see his face whenever he comes out of it, that he's so excited to see that GameCube. And he was like one of the last parents to do it. And the the two behind my dad were like, oh, he gets it. My kid's just a brat. He's not going to get it. And he was like, yeah. And and then I came home to your dumpy ass and just put it under the tree. (laughs) That's and phenomenal. I felt like so bad, like like I was like, oh man, like the the lengths you have to go to be a, somewhere. A nine other parents are listening to this and are like, yeah. son of a. <laughs> I knew he was <laughs> lying. I knew it. It was too good of a revolting. story. <laughs> and um, but yeah, I I blame a lot of my my improv skills on my dad because when when I was like, oh, that makes sense now. Um, but yeah, and uh, the first game I got, I desperately wanted Luigi's Mansion. Um, yes. And Luigi was a part of the release of GameCube, and I got it. And my parents said, "No new video games until you finish it." I think that was just a way of saying, "Hey, we're poor. We're not going to just let you buy video games all you want." And mm-hmm. I'm glad because it works. I, I try and still do that to this point, where I'm like, "Not going to touch and not going to get a new video game until I finish the one I'm working on." And I, I, that would be a good habit for me to pick up, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's a hard one once you get into adulthood. I will say, and you're like, "Oh." Ah. Wow, like once I figure out a budget and stuff, I I got I got some money for video games. Um but yeah, and that was something they instilled and so I was like, cool, I got to finish Luigi's Mansion. And damn, what a what a fun video game to be first, you know, be my first console, the the underrated, understated GameCube, which I still think is one of the most underrated It's a platforms. great console, man. It's a super uh, great console. Big fan. It uh, just I'm just gonna mini discs, mini my, discs. The mini <laughs> yeah. discs were great. So I also have a story about how I got my GameCube. It does not involve me pretending to be in a coma, <laughs> uh, but my mom actually won it in a radio show, and it, oh, this was cool. like when it was hot at the time, like 300 bucks just came out. I was still using my like N64, and this was like on a like a run of like my mom just winning these contests because she was the right caller. And like it was definitely this was like it led to this moment where like we were about to go on vacation to Florida and she called in and I I don't remember the specifics because I was very young. But essentially, like when we got to Florida, that's when we found out that we won the GameCube. So that return home was like the best thing ever because it's like, oh, oh I'm getting a GameCube. Hell yeah. <laughs> that's like Christmas it all was, over. That's... It was phenomenal. So, yeah, uh, thank you, Mother, for uh, winning me that GameCube. Thanks for parents for going out of their way to, to do Because now that I think about it, my Switch, I won at a company party. I have never purchased a Nintendo system, <laughs> but I've had two of them. Awesome. <laughs> but uh, Luigi's Mansion honestly put, like, the biggest impact, I think, on me. Um, I've never been a Mario's Mario Brothers guy. Um, just like even as a kid, like you know, I I played Super Mario Brothers all that growing up, but like even now, I'm like, yeah, it's Mario. Like it's just, I guess I'll play him in Smash if I have to. But it it it. Oh, <laughs> so, sorry, Alan, that's great. Sorry, Alan. <laughs> Alan just held up a uh, Mario uh, mouse pad. It, it's uh, just, original Mario. Yeah, it hasn't been my jam, but luigi for whatever reason 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 whatever reason just uh left a, a big impact on me and still love it to this day i still think it's a beautiful game i yeah. think the yeah. the animation behind it is great i think the character work is great um to me it was one of the first stories I'm gonna I'm gonna piss a lot of people off. I already know. Say it. Um, Say it. I I think this was the first emotional connection to a Mario branded video game. I felt. <laughs> no, I get it. I know. I'm there. That's, I'm with you. Yeah, I yeah. I, I understand. Yeah, like otherwise it's just like, oh man, I didn't get the princess. Let me no, do it all no. over again. <laughs> like, yeah. um, with this one, there was like it was just it was just fun, and the characters were fun, and the ghosts were cool. Um, and that was the first game I ever finished. Uh, and I loved it. And then after that, banger after banger, Spider-Man 2. <laughs> and, Spider-Man oh 2. Spider-Man I played 2. that till my literal Joy-Cons broke. Like, I <laughs> bought a new controller. 
because they broke during me playing that game. (laughs) Such a good, still to this day, I think one of the, up until last year, two years ago, probably the best Spider-Man game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. That little kid, find my balloon, (laughs) Spider-Man, my balloon. So good. That was, so like, I'm in this weird gap in my family where everyone's either a lot older than me or a lot younger than me. Like I have a cousin 10 years younger than me and then a cousin 20 years older than me. So I was just kind of like flopped in the middle. But uh, then my like second cousins, I guess, I don't know, moved closer. And one of them is like two years younger than me and one of them is four. And so our bonding was he had a PlayStation and we played Spider-Man like nonstop. I remember being like, this is the coolest game. And we left and I'm like, mom. We gotta buy Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> like, I need this in my life. It's so good. And so I miss the whole so Mario good. craze too. Mine was like the the Sony equivalent of Crash Bandicoot. Hey. Oh, Mario. <laughs> I never got Mascots are great. <laughs> oh. I played hours, hours on it and raged hours more when the remaster came out and I forgot how hard one was. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Crash Bandicoot is great. I love that series. I remember watching Just... my friend like play it because often me and my friends we would do the thing where like one of us would play and then the other would be on Game Facts looking up a walkthrough. <laughs> oh my god, my stepdad would do oh, that. Oh, I remember too. Game Facts. Game would Facts print out. Yeah, you print out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would print them out in a big booklet at work and bring them home, and it was like the Jack Two. <laughs> like, yes, <laughs> absolutely. This is how we beat this game. It's like. On days that they weren't forcing me to watch like Lost or Twenty Four with them, we were like trading the controller between the three of us playing Jack and Daxter and Crash Bandicoot. Hell yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, man. And now you just go to IGN for the specific yeah. minute that you're yep. on, and it'll yeah, walk you like, through. It. Where is this extra crystal? Oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah, that's something the kids. That's something the kids don't know about is having to read through these weird word blocks. Yep. And having to decipher, they just have video, which makes it so much easier. Okay, hang on, though, because I want to point out that before Game Facts, there were just official strategy guides. Because I, mm-hmm. I played yeah. games at a time where it's like, oh, I don't have internet all the time. Yeah, that's uh, true. I am, that's true. I am a small child, and also <laughs> internet now requires an actual phone line for some reason. Um, <laughs> and so, like... Okay, I want to know how to beat this game. I guess I need the strategy guide. So, like, I remember having, like, the Chrono Trigger <laughs> strategy guide. Yeah, I remember those things, too. The the Secret books that codes, are just full yeah. of... Secret Codes, 2005, codes Volume and... 1. Yeah. <laughs> Scholastic Fair at Book Clubs. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, Jeez, and... Win. Are you kidding? <laughs> and and before those uh, before those strategy guides... It was the Nintendo consultants that you would call in, and On the back man, of your what Game a boy! Yeah, you would you would call them, and they'd be like, "All right, what part are you on? What does your area look like?" And they would walk you through it. God, what a career! <laughs> right. So that's like the tech support for like gaming back then, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It was it was the eight year old tech support. It was. <laughs> I would hate oh, to God. have that job. I would hate that. Having to talk <laughs> a seven-year-old through a level in Mario would be like, just jump. Just All you have to do is just jump. Just up. press the A button. That's the yeah, Imagine getting, through the le- getting an, an eight-year-old through Legend of Zelda. I would just cry. <laughs> I would question, just... Wait, which is worse? Trying to just talk directly to the eight-year-old or talking to the eight-year-old's parent who doesn't understand gaming at all? <laughs> second one. Second <laughs> yeah, one for sure. Because <laughs> yeah. parents, parents suck. Unless they're yeah. my parents giving me consoles, but uh, like, I remember the kid at least knows the button layer out. Button yeah. layout. <laughs> yeah, right. I remember like so my family, uh, technically my grandparents own like different laundromats and like tanning salons, but my dad worked at one specific one. He's like the manager of one, and sometimes I'd go in with them and I'd be playing my Game Boy and every single adult would be like, oh, what are you playing on your Game Boy? And then I'd start to explain to them and they would glaze over and go, oh, that's cool. I'm like, you don't understand a word I said. I'm five, but I know I, we're, I, we're not connecting. <laughs> and it's, it was so annoying because they thought they could like, try, I don't know. They would try I, I to, lucked like, out. With me. Like, 
my mom was one of those like pinball wizards. Like she was like number one on the arcades in San Angelo, Texas. Like Mario was her shit. I don't know how we never owned a Nintendo game or a Nintendo console (laughs) until she bought the switch. And the only game we ever owned for it was super Mario brothers. And she would kick my ass in it constantly, (laughs) constantly. And we ended up getting the PlayStation two. I never even had asked the one. I don't think I even really realized they existed. And she was just like, here is this and all these games. And I was like, oh, God, okay." She's like, we are playing them together now. (laughs) It's called family time, Taylor. (laughs) You're going to like it. Family fun. And then, uh, yeah, I think Crash Bandicoot was one of the first times I cussed in front of my parents because I got (laughs) so angry. I was like, shit. And I threw it down. I was like, oh, God. (laughs) And they're like, no, we get it. This game. This little fucking sucks. That fucking stuff, boulder, like, man. Through the game facts, like trying to find, beat <laughs> it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Luigi's Mansion was my first one. Uh, first whoever one you wants beat to or first game you played. First, first game I finished. Finished. Okay. First game Coherently. I played was with yeah. my dad with the SNES. It was uh, Paperboy, and uh, we would, and that's exactly the type of game my dad understood then and understands now, uh, because <laughs> it's very like arcade style where like you don't have to save anything it's not a story you just get your high score and my dad would always like we that's kind of where we would pass the controller back and forth we'd try and get a good run and uh see who did it better he would always beat me uh until now uh anyway uh (laughs) that was the first one i remember playing the first one i finished oh man i I think, no, I think, it, oh wait, I think it was Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time on the N64. So the oh, next shit. console up for me probably was that. And then um, probably after that, like a J- Jack and Dexter <laughs> for the PlayStation 2. The Hell yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I remember playing... Mario 64, some Donkey Kong Country, but a lot of Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. And I always got stuck on the Water Temple. But eventually I beat it. And uh, yeah, I think that was the first game I beat. So I'm proud of that. What a game to be your first for Legend of Zelda to be your first game. That's that's... (laughs) that's a good one. Uh, Taylor, you want to go next? Sure. So, I guess probably the first that I like owned and played would have been Crash. Yeah. I think Warped. I think actually Warped was the first one. Then we realized there were other ones because we just got Warped with it. But the first one I like really remember playing before that is I would go over to a friend's house who had an SNES and we would play. Did any old player even heard of Joe and Mac? That sounds kind of vaguely. Familiar. It was Mario, but with cavemen. Joe and Mac, yeah, and they had to go rescue a group of women that had gotten kidnapped by a rival tribe. <laughs> and it's wasn't like, there a dinosaur boomerang. level? There's a dinosaur yeah. level, and there's boomerangs. I remember one where it's like, like stuff's falling down a like waterfall, and you got to hop. It's you know a big platformer. Uh, we would play that one nonstop until we beat it, and then like old school Frogger too. Like Frogger, they had it, hell yeah, Frogger so much. Uh, you would think I'd be better at platformers with like my first three games being that, but so I hate platformers. So I bad. can't stand platformers. Oh. I still love Crash this day, but God, I'm so bad at it. Especially the remaster when it came out and the hitboxes are so much smaller. I fell off everything. Yep. Yeah. I don't know how yeah. I passed the temple level as a child. It took me 180 lives in 2018 to beat it. <laughs> Damn. I was just like, that sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the first, like the last level in the first world. And I was like, I have to take a break. I, well, I think as a kid, I like, as a child, <laughs> I think as a kid, you have a different understanding of time. Whereas when you're an adult, yeah. You're much more aware of time and how much time you're spending. But when you're a child, you're just like, time is meaningless. It's all fluid. And yeah. I will escape into this game. Like, God knows. It probably took me five months to pass it as a child. But in my head, it but was But it so felt easy. like two days. Yeah. 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 It felt like yeah. two days. Yeah. 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 But, Alan, what's, what's yours? Uh, so, so I have a, uh, a story here where it's my parents like to joke that they, they got me my first console. They the Nintendo for my first birthday. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. 
They got them a Nintendo. Yeah, they got them yeah. themselves yeah. a Nintendo. And <laughs> I, I was allowed to touch it every now and then. Um, <laughs> oh. uh, but like some of the first games I remember playing, like the I I know I played a bunch of stuff on the NES. Um, like the there are three different Mario games for the NES. Uh, I know I played all of them at various points. Legend of Zelda. Um, I can't remember if I actually beat any of those as a child. Uh, I know we had this one edutainment Sesame Street game that was an absolute banger for the NES. Loved it as a kid. Nice. Um, <laughs> but I, I know like Super Nintendo is where I really started to like, okay, these are for me more than they're for my parents. Right. Which is not to say they weren't still playing, but like... Um, and so, like, I remember, like, Yoshi's Island being mm. one of my mm. early uh, early games that I beat. I probably played through and beat Super Mario World as well, but I don't have as clear memories of that one as I do. I, I think Yoshi's Island is the answer. Is like, uh, one of the first games I beat, so... And, you know that's a good one, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, that, I don't know why, but that made me think... I think I beat Pokemon Fire or Pokemon Red. Oh uh, shit! First, before Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time. See, for me, it was uh, a while before I actually got my first handheld uh, console, and it, it was just a matter of it got to a point where my parents would have to go to these meetings. Uh, for I was in Boy Scouts at the time, Cub Scouts at the time, mm-hmm. and they would go to these leader meetings and. They didn't have a babysitter, so they'd take me with them and then just sit me in the back corner of the room and they gave me a Game Boy to play with. And I'm like, okay, yep. fine yep. by me. I won't go burn anything down. So yeah. thank you. That's, <laughs> yeah. Unless that's it's thing. in the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I I think that's all. Can you guys consciously remember like when you're like, okay, I I want this to be my thing. Like, I, I want video games, like, did it just, like, slowly envelop you? Because, like, with me, I think it slowly enveloped me where I'm just like, oh, I'm talking a lot about Pokemon at school. And I'm a, I'm I'm 13 at this point. It, it's been a little bit. And then I'm like, oh, shit, I'm 26 and still talking about Pokemon <laughs> yeah. with people. Like, yeah. Yeah, I think it was a slow envelopment process for me as well because I remember, I think it was either, like, eighth or ninth grade and um i was talking to one of my buddies and then t- talking about video games and he's like yeah i just don't play this kid stuff i'm like what what do you mean it's kid stuff I've, I've been playing it like all the time it's like oh i just i don't get it I'm like what don't you get you just it's cool i don't know hey do you want this uh game uh it's called kingdom hearts I'm like oh, oh yeah no. I'll, I'll play it oh boy uh, and then it evolved from there. Yeah, so that's definitely... <laughs> I have strong associations with Kingdom Hearts and my gamerhood. Um, you're like, and I haven't left the house in 14 years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kingdom Hearts did something to me, too. Like, it was one of those just nice mix of fun but challenging. It was when I finally remembered having to, like, really try at a mm-hmm. game, I guess. Yeah. But I think mine, too, was... I grew up as Naughty Dog grew up. So it's like I went from Crash, then I went mm. to Jack, and then I went to Uncharted, and then I went to like The Last. So it's like I grew oh, up. Oh, Taylor, so, that's so cool, dude. Yeah. yeah. So those like, like my progression of like, oh, God, like you can actually have a story. I learned like you could have a story with a video game and Jack. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, shit, I am Nathan Drake. This is insane. And then Last of Us is my number one favorite game ever. It wrecked my soul. But I think it was literally, I, I progressed with them. And then, you know, there are other things. Like, I love Resident Evil 4. And that was the first, like, stressful <laughs> game I ever <laughs> encountered. Yeah. Like, first off the bat, you go into the house. The guy jumps at you. You run upstairs, jump out of a window. And there's, like, 10 dudes. And I was like, I just threw the controller. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh God. And now looking back at it, I'm like, how was I scared of this? <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, and then I was like, it's it's you're living in a movie. You know, I started to really connect with the story more than just the gameplay and i think that's what that definitely happened with me for kingdom hearts because uh i mean i was a very um hmm, what's the right word i think the kids now would say extra uh (laughs) 
uh, as a child, and I would be like really rambunctious and like loud. I mean, I'm still loud, but uh, more so loud and hyper. But th this would be like ten times when I'm playing a video game because I'd be so invested in how the characters develop. And I remember one time specifically, uh, it's when for all, all the Kingdom Hearts fans out there, uh, you're at um, Hollow Bastion, or no, yeah, it's Hollow Bastion in that one. Yeah. Uh, when you're fighting Dark Riku at the portal that kind of goes where you fight the behemoth and you're fighting over Kyrie's heart and uh, it's the cutscene because I saw it five million times <laughs> Riku like, <laughs> and and you hold up your keyblade with both hands and Sora like whips away and was like no I'm gonna fight for Kyrie's heart and then James was like yeah I am gonna fight for Kyrie's heart you're like down Riku you fucking suck I didn't say the F word but uh, I felt it yeah <laughs> Also, fun story about that battle, which I feel so like this is a perfect example of how just stubborn and like thick skulled young James was. Uh, in that, like, you have that menu system, mm -hmm. and the heal, instead of making it a shortcut like any rational person would do, I would use the right stick to go down to magic, then go all the way down to heal, then select Sora. And it was like, that's what literally what was killing me. It was because yeah. like I didn't have uh, on my shortcuts list because I didn't want to get rid of lightning, blizzard, or fire, you guys. You have and Donald have ain't gonna fucking heal you. No, well, it's one v one. You can't. <laughs> that's true. Uh, that's true. He's not even there for that one. But even, even but he, yeah, even if he even was, Donald's, uh, yeah, he's not gonna heal you. <laughs> As you're dying, he's healing Goofy, and you're like, yeah. stop. <laughs> he's the jester uh, from Critical Role before <laughs> Critical Role. Yes, uh, but battle yeah, mercy. So I eventually was like. Yeah, I'll just switch it to a, a shortcut, and then I beat Riku. Oh, yeah. Now, Kingdom Hearts made me absolutely hate Ursula. Like, more than oh, any yeah. Disney villain, oh, yeah. because the amount of times I did that battle, the amount of times I had to watch that cutscene, I was like, Oh, my God, I yeah. This chick. I hate this chick so much. I get it. <laughs> and I haven't played the original Kingdom Hearts in so long at this point. Oh, like, you're not miss. I mean, it was well, fun at the time. No, that's the thing, yeah. is like... On a on an aside here, I feel like the original Kingdom Hearts mostly still holds up. Uh, although, like I said, I haven't replayed it in a while, so maybe it won't if I go replay it. But like, I feel like it, it's, I it holds. Honestly, I, I think it's probably it might be the best one in the series. Kingdom Hearts. Like, too. I think it only went. Nah. Two you know, is like I will fight you on this. Two, two. No, I, that's reasonable. Two is also quite good, but like everything else is just oh, in my boy. head it it's it holds up because when three was coming out i was like i'm gonna replay one and two and yeah i put myself through that and i replayed one and two on my ps2 because i didn't buy the remaster and i just pulled out my big brick plugged it in and played through those two games and i was like this is still infuriating and still so fun and then i got to three and i was like oh god this is disappointing yeah <laughs> Yeah. I was like, would it have been so disappointing yeah. if I hadn't have just played the other two? I don't yes. know. Yes. Yeah, I think it probably <laughs> would have been. Yeah. No, it's it's not good. Um, but that, 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 only... that was an aside. Sorry. Go ahead. I, I was I was just gonna ask. Am I the only? Uh... Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're the only one who hasn't played Kingdom Hearts in this group. No, I played it. I'm just like uh, I. I... <laughs> Yes. I, don't like understand. I, I don't understand how it's my thing either. I think it's like nostalgia because normally I hate those types of games. Like I can't get into Final Fantasy because turn-based stuff and I'm just like, I don't know how I got into this one as much. The new Final, Final Fantasy 16 looks dope as hell. Yeah, I think I could probably play 14 and on because it gets rid of that turn-based. Final Fantasy 16 is what's going to make me get a PS5 if I'm perfectly S honest. Same. <laughs> Honestly, like, same. Honestly, Final Fantasy 15 is why I got a PS4 finally. 15 was fun. I, yeah, I, enjoyed, I enjoyed that one a lot. It's uh, the combat was a little weird, but I enjoyed it. Like it was Kingdom Hearts light. It felt like, um, yeah. but yeah, I still really enjoyed it. Um, I, I've kind of renounced Kingdom Hearts as a fandom now after uh, one, after Kingdom Hearts three DLC, which was complete, bullshit there was dlc i didn't there even was. play it i couldn't Don't. myself go it's, back and do it it's a waste it's <laughs> um it's very overpriced for what it is if it was five dollars would have been fine 
but uh, it was 30, and oh, it lets wow. you play one section of the story that's legitimately cool, and the rest of it's just fluff. Um, and Gross. then the melody of memories, which is just like, I Damon, that's the that's the first Kingdom Hearts game I did not buy, was Melody of Memories. I have every other Kingdom Hearts game uh, actually behind me in my bookshelf, but Melody of Memories just broke me. I was just like, why? Why? Now my, I've 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 played all the ones. I don't. So I don't have. I, I never got a PSP, so I didn't get Birth by Sleep. And I don't think I ever actually bought Days. I just borrowed it. Yeah. Um, but I have all the rest of them. Yeah. I I still have Birth by Sleep, but I don't have a PSP anymore. Uh, I yeah. borrowed my friend's PSP specifically for that game. I still bought it. Yeah, yeah. I still like bought the game i just like had the intention of like well brian's gonna let me borrow it his psp so it'll be fine um man yeah no it, i have one of my high school friends who's super into music he loves melody of memories because it's a music thing and that's cool but like yeah. <laughs> don't stop pointing out these dumb side things and i watched kind of like the little bit well okay i watched the ending of melody of memories on YouTube, and it's the stupidest, <laughs> stupidest thing. It's like you, we kind of knew that. Okay, <laughs> it's. I, I like how you sounded exhausted just saying that your friend <laughs> likes like a game. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> now, Kingdom Hearts in general is just exhausting. It's exhausting, exhausting is a good word for it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, it, but I will say just how cool it is that it's still going. Yeah. And what like, if it's using another rendition to kind of wrap up whatever is going on anymore? Yeah. Uh, like, I'll admit, like, I think it's as old as me. And and, and it's been exhausting for me. So I can't imagine a game <laughs> with, with so much depth and lore. It's probably exhausting for them, too. Yeah, yeah. So why do they have to introduce time travel? It doesn't make any <laughs> goddamn sense. And, and then they had a perfect opportunity to step away. But what they do? They doubled down in Kingdom Hearts 3. They said, no, no, we want to go with this time travel thing. And then it doesn't make any goddamn sense. No one learned anything from the time travel. No. James, said, we're not talking about the MCU. We're, we're talking about video games. I know. I'm sorry. I get very... This is a spot where I will not defend the time travel, even though I love time travel as yeah. a plot device. But, like, not here, no. <laughs> very poorly executed. Yeah, they put so much investment on Kingdom Hearts uh, Union. Was that Union Crossing or whatever the yeah. mobile yeah. one? And it's like, why? I get that's like that's what led to Key Keyblade War and all this stuff. But it's like, what? It, it, it felt it felt like, hey, we need to actually tie in every single game we've had in the series so far. Yeah. Including the ones that were just made to be excuse plots that yeah. so that we could put out another game. Yeah. And so now we have to find a way to actually link all of this shit. And they did. I was honestly like, I, I already knew going in that I was just going to be pissed off at the story. So that didn't piss me off as much as just the general world design. Like yeah. Frozen was just you're climbing up the same damn mountain 12 times. Uh, uh, Corona, the tangled place was such a pretty one but yeah. it was like the shortest smallest and like they didn't do what you could have with it and mm -hmm. then the whole last thing is like here's a desert with nothing in it i'm like yeah didn't try <laughs> on like the plot for most of the worlds is here's the plot of the movie that this world is based on but yeah. also sora is there yeah but that's also kind of <laughs> hearts one too yeah, but like, yeah, but you got extra stuff. Like, you did the basic Hercules thing, but it wasn't word for word the movie. Frozen was the entire Frozen soundtrack as you climbed up a mountain. That was it. That's like true. they were just singing. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's the Pirates of the Caribbean world where it wasn't even here's the movie and Sora is there. It's the movie's happening in the background and Sora is off doing a side quest. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I for honestly forgot Pirates of the Caribbean was even in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Completely forgot until just 
And they didn't Thank even you. go with one of the good Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Yeah, wasn't it like Pirates 4? Like three or four, yeah. yeah. Oof. Would well. y'all say Kingdom Hearts had has had the biggest impact on you as gamers? 100%, yes. 100%. Yeah, honestly. So, to clarify part of why it's such a big deal to me is like, all right, uh, supreme nerd alert for the record. That's welcome. Um, It's like, yeah, yeah. open arms. So, when I was in high school, uh, I, a friend of mine, a couple of friends of mine, uh, got me into a um, Kingdom Hearts roleplay forum. Yes, I, I remember seeing this. Yes. yes. <laughs> so I was on one of these Kingdom Hearts roleplay forums, and it was it was a huge part of my life at the time. Uh, it was Kingdom Hearts 2 was out. Uh, some of the spinoff games after 2, I think, had come out, but like, Kingdom Hearts 2 was the latest thing, and we were still trying to figure out what that meant in terms of the plot. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. The secret video? Yeah, it's like, I, I don't think Birth by Sleep hadn't come out yet, right? So it's like, there was still a lot of, it was, honestly, I feel like it was at the peak of the lore, where it's like, okay, there's enough to chew on, but not a whole ton of contradictions yet. Um, yes yet because at that point it would have just been king marts one and then chain of memories chain of memories and yeah and two um and so it was just and i made a lot of good friends through that online forum and like because i also did a little bit of that going into college when i you know moved out on my own and was kind of on my own starting college and so it was just it was a nice spot to have me still connected to what was going on around me and like there's a lot of drama there too from that time in my life but like overall i have good associations with that period nice it came up has followed me in college too because i remember like nights of stress of being in college and like me and my roommate like straight up going to little so caesar's getting a cheap pizza crap food and just playing kingdom hearts hell yeah all night that's also when we got when i got really into medal of honor for some reason and we would just shoot things in medal of honor <laughs> shoot each that other makes really. sense. we had always verses yeah yeah one v one one v one hang them high pistols only yep uh, Halo both go into the snow world and we're all white and then yeah. just <laughs> never find each other while we just jammed and talk crap and like yeah kingdom hearts was one of those that we we did one and two like throughout the entire first year of college for me as a like nice just uh, we're not adults yet. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just <laughs> cut to ten years later. Uh, and a, still not a shout out to uh, little Caesars, man. You kept us fed for quite a few years <laughs> for quite uh, a long time. This episode is brought to you by Little Caesars. Um, <laughs> get your five dollar pizza hot and ready. When you I, go to Little Caesars. I remember in college, we had this gamer club called Gamers Elite. And it was honestly super cool. It was just all forms of games. So, like, if you played Pokemon, if you played Yu-Gi-Oh, if you played um, uh, any video games, like, they would bring TVs and systems into a, an English room. That's where it was. The one of the English teachers sponsored it. And we would just, like, it was every Thursday. And we would, uh, we would get together. I think it started, like, technically at 8 um and all of us i think it was like 30 of us like at the peak of it all of us changed our schedule so we didn't have shit on friday so we would just literally live in that english room until like 6 a.m when the janitors got there (laughs) and yeah and we just did that and man it was a party when somebody brought five stacks of little caesars because that was still less than 30 bucks (laughs) Yeah. yeah dude I also oh, associate Little so Caesars fun. with the beginning of my D&D career, too, because <laughs> <laughs> I worked in the news and we would play during the break between the 6 p.m. news and the 11 o'clock. And so to, like, save time, we just go grab a hot and ready and go to Sonic and get, like, a cherry limeade and then come back and spend the whole break. <laughs> well, Pathfinder, not D&D, but, you know, same difference. Yeah. <laughs> Playing Pathfinder until the 11 o'clock news. <laughs> 
and it works, man. It it, works. They fed you. There was the same uh, price every time. <laughs> just needed five twenty-five to make up that tax. Yep. That's all you needed. Hey, and split between four people, cheap dinner. Yo, you know? <laughs> that's oh. Y'all, do you want to go get some Little Caesars? Because I'm, I'm thinking about it. it. I'm nostalgic uh, for it, <laughs> man. And if you had a homie, was like, hey. Put an order of cheese sticks in there. Like, oh, you Hell got yeah, money. Dude. Someone got Ooh, paid this week. <laughs> I, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, Gaming's the, hard now. Gaming is hard. Well, yes and no. Just like as adults, it's... Oh, I my see. My ass why. hurts after like an hour and a half. I have to stand up. <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah. like, I, I treat... My body treats it like I'm drinking. We're like, if I play too many video games, I will wake up like with a video game hangover the next day. Oh, I yeah. wasn't uh, like a functioning human for two hours this morning because I spent 12 hours playing Spider-Man yesterday. And that's the first time I've done other than I finished The Last of Us 2 in almost a weekend. And that. Yeah. God damn, girl. Because <laughs> I was I knew I was so busy for the next yep. like month. And I was like, yep. I, I have two days. Yep. And like Joseph was out of town. I had the house to myself. I had nothing to do. I was like, I'm playing this game. I, I have get to it. get through it because otherwise I won't for a month. Yep. Spider-Man, I just was really lazy. It didn't move from my couch. And then all of a sudden it was dark outside and I was like, Ugh. well, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, right? Yes. Yes. Miles yeah. Morales. Oh, man. I, uh, yeah, I, so- I, I think uh, Ghost of Tsushima is the last one I tried to, I, I went through, like I gave it a solid 10 to 12 hours and I just, no, I, I, I had the uh, body uh, composition of a, uh, a a dead shrimp, which is kind of like my back was hunched over. Uh, I had dead dead eyes, and my legs weren't working. Um, yeah. That that was I became a dead shrimp. And then someone dipped you in some sauce and ate you. Yeah, I was like, oh, spicy. And I was like, <laughs> I yeah, I can't remember the last time I really marathoned a game like that. Like, uh. I know I did a decent chunk of Spider-Man, the original, the mm-hmm. PS4 Spider-Man. Um, there needs to be a better way to differentiate. It's really those, hard. But, yeah. it's, <laughs> um, PS4 Spider-Man's the best way to do it. Yeah. But like, yeah. yeah, I still don't think I like sat there and played it for like more than like maybe a few hours at a time. It, yeah. It, 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 okay, I'm glad we're all saying like, yeah, my body hurts <laughs> the next day. <laughs> Yeah, I never thought that'd be a thing. Like when I was gaming, when I was like thirteen, I was like, because I remember a very distinct memory. I was playing Kingdom Hearts one for eleven hours straight, and then I went to my friend's my friend Brian's house, and then we played basketball for six hours, and my body was fine. If I try to do that at twenty eight years old now, (laughs) I would just be like, I need, I can't, I I need to take a week off from work. You had wired controllers, so you had to sit on the ground four feet yeah. away from your TV. Yeah. So Hunched over. But then when now I'm on my nice big comfy couch lounging uh-huh. with my wireless controller and I'm still. So I, I got to say uh, wired controllers is so I picked up like at some point I picked up the NES classic and the SNES classic. Nice. Wired uh. controllers are the worst thing about those. <laughs> my eyes hurt. Systems. Ten like, minutes. Uh. My eyes are gone. My- or you yeah. had that situation where you had a really long, like a, oh shit, what are the the red, white, and yellow cables? Oh, the, oh yeah, the yeah. AB yeah. cables. AB yeah, cables. you had like really long ones of those. So your system's sitting in the middle of the living room, and then you're like leaned up against the chair, like mm-hmm. as close. And as your you mama better not trip before. over that because my mama would have been pissed. Oh. <laughs> did, did y'all have the um the gaming chairs that you could plug in the red and the white? My friend the did, and I was always so jealous. Oh, man. I I had that, so I would have these really weird uh, cables where, like, I would strip the yellow one to for the video, and then the red and white would Ooh. then go in my chair. So it, wire management was a complete uh, mess, but I got the audio from my chair, which was cool. Oh no, <laughs> that's pretty dope. That's- I, I know I had a a GameCube that died because of uh, wire length issues where. Uh, my friend and I were playing it and then uh, he pulled to like bring the controller closer to him. It pulled the GameCube off of the shelf and it just like uh, dropped like three feet onto a concrete floor. No. And it's like, oh, okay, well, this oh, console's dude, that's, dead now. 
That's a bum, and that's because GameCubes were pretty sturdy too. Because yeah, uh, like, dad, I was actually surprised because the shell didn't actually take any damage because uh, Nintendo just the products inside. are mostly like yeah. pretty solid. But yeah, no, yeah, because my my daddy owned a, a flower shop, and my little um, section of the shop where like like hey this is yours just stay here and get out of my way spot of the flower shop was like right by the spray paint area where you would like spray paint everything super fine i don't know i can't breathe that well now but anyway my my gamecube was a fucking mess (laughs) like it had so much spray paint on it and it probably couldn't breathe well and i probably banged it a couple of times but if it's on a concrete floor i think yeah i I think that was what the, the killer was like because it was it was when I lived in New Hampshire and we actually had a basement, mm, so nice. the video games were all set up in the basement. I every I remember, Texan's like, "What a basement!" Yeah. <laughs> like, I never they... had a basement growing up. I had a crawl space, which I was never allowed to go in. Uh, but oh, my friends had basements. Um, I remember X Play did a. If you all remember X Play on G Four, which G Four yeah. is returning. Um, hey. X, X, no X Play did a thing where they just took all three consoles at the time, which was GameCube, uh, PS2, and Xbox, and they just like they're like we're gonna see how uh, sturdy each of these consoles are, and then they just proceeded to break all of them. But GameCube was the winner. Yeah, and yeah. I that's when I had a GameCube, and I was like really proud. I was like, yeah, <laughs> go GameCube. Nintendo I mean, rules. structurally, it, it's. If it was a, a triangle, that's the only way it would be even better. But it's a solid cube. It's it's solid yeah. one piece. It's it's. it's all I'm saying game. is, if the Titanic was a GameCube, it would have been fine. Yeah, it, it was. The iceberg would have been fine. Yeah. yeah, that iceberg yeah. would sink. Yeah. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, the iceberg would have sank. <laughs> so do you remember the boot up screen on the GameCube, and you could hold Z for the different sound effect on the do 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 when it oh, yeah, that's fancy. and then if you plugged in all four controllers and you they all held z then that gave a different sound yep oh i didn't fancy. know that yeah i didn't know yeah. that one if, I... if, if you had all four controllers and they all held z then that would create a different sound as well nintendo likes weird shit like that yeah like I love it. Cool. Weird stuff. I, yeah to me that's like the peak gaming is like <laughs> like we don't have that sh- stuff anymore because like I, I don't know what changed, but gaming used to be like this like thing of like discovery, right? Like you would play something for a long time and just discover little things or like secrets. And now it's just like, uh, we just want microtransactions Ugh. Or, yeah. or something. Instant gratification, but, man. That's, that's, yeah. that's our times have changed kids. You know, yeah. you have a cell phone that can tell you exactly anything in the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything you wanted to know, like within a matter of ten seconds, depending on how hard the question is. Right. Yeah. Right. So, like, yeah, and and I think to me, which which just makes me kind of cry that I wasn't a part of this generation, or just wasn't a part of the people who were a part of this generation. Like, I I don't remember. I think I went to like one or two land parties. Hell like, yeah! I oh, I've done land parties. Land parties. Yeah. yeah. And that it's concept the- is gone. Like, you can still party and play with friends, but it's like, (laughs) hey, my friend who's on the other side of the country, do you want to get together and play? It's still fun, and I love it, and I appreciate that's an option, but nothing is like a sweaty Mountain Dew mess in your your living room, and you're not sure if it's a a code red stain or a pizza stain or blood, (laughs) but you're just, you don't know what those stains are, but they're there, and it's just, it's those things that i kind of that kind of couch Couch co-op yeah couch co-op so much the last like couch co-op i did was like resident evil 6 and it was oh shit not helped by the fact that controllers are so dang expensive these days yeah it costs more to get a new controller and it does to get a new like brand new triple a title yeah. Yeah. Like I wanted to look up to get more little Joy Cons for the Switch for Crash Team Racing because obviously, girl, it's fan girl. I bought that, and I was like, oh, never mind. We're just playing with two people. (laughs) We're taking turns. Yeah, I was like, that's expensive. (laughs) Holy shit. Yeah. It. it, I just because it's like what seventy for a PS4. Yeah, something stupid like that, or or similar for a new set of Joy Cons. 
Jeez. Yeah. Oof. I remember eighth grade. Um, I had a New Year's party that was for all my friends. Like we turned it into a land party, and playing Halo Three as a land party is the one of the best experiences for gaming for me because it was just like the rowdiness of that room and just like really just messing around and having fun was just so cool and uh i miss that a lot uh i had that new year's party from eighth grade until i left ohio to austin when i was 22 oh that's awesome it went on for quite a few years the land gaming part of it kind of died away after i'd say senior year in high school and then it just became like a party well now that halo you can get it on the computer uh post covid let's resurrect that <laughs> i'm down land I'm down. parties yeah i got that xbox game pass for my computer <laughs> it, i'm totally I just, down and i, I think yeah I Go, think Halo ahead. changed the gaming universe as we know it. I, 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 offhand, I think that is the one game from a large worldwide grand scale. I think Halo is probably one of the games that changed it to how we know it today. For it's sure. so crazy because it was an Xbox exclusive. Like it mm-hmm. just yeah. blows my mind that it had such an impact. And like, I've never owned an Xbox, but I played the shit out of Halo too. Yeah. <laughs> played exactly. on other people. And I'm just like, Same. Oh my God. <laughs> I remember missing the first two Halos. And then when I was a freshman in high school, I remember, um, his name was Jared Gill. Uh, he would never, he would not stop talking about how excited he was for Halo three. And, uh, my friend uh, Michael, he was like, he already had an Xbox 360. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to get Halo 3s. You want to play it? So check it out. And he, he was one of the friends that, like, we would play and, like, one of us would look at Game Facts and the other would play. So, like, strong gaming history there. And we played Halo 3 and it blew our minds of just like, oh, this is why people were excited. And then, uh, man, we played that forever. And then I would say, because my friend Patrick also got it, because I eventually got my own 360. And then Patrick and I would play it after soccer practice every day online. And that just became our routine for like two years. So that's really Halo 3 has had a huge impact on my gaming, just like life. Of just like having that very sweet memory of like uh, just having a place to go when I had nothing else to do. I was just like, well, I'm just going to play Halo 3 and have some fun and uh, mess around. So Drink this Mountain Dew Code Red. Yeah. <laughs> real. Mom, Full bring real. me down some pizza rolls. That, that, that was the <laughs> life. Yep. And uh, no Halo game has quite captured Halo 3's magic. There's something about it that was just like super special. I mean, any of the Halo games, just the fact that you're starting off with a a monk chat, a monk like like sing a, a monk's singing in yeah. a space shooter, mm-hmm. like you knew you knew you're getting into a treat. And I just remember like there's there's I still get a chill when I hear the 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 monks like it's just like a oh shit. Like, oh god, I think I'm I think I'm 16 again. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. god. Yeah. Like it it Same. it's it's something very special that still to this day, like I I love Ghost of Tsushima. I, I love Spooderman. Uh I, I love like I love Last of Us. I even love Last of Us 2. It's like fucking game. I, <laughs> I love Last of Us 2. It's so good. <laughs> it's, it's so good. I like Ellie. Um, but yeah, it it's it it I love those games, but still, there's nothing like, like just booting it up and seeing just like the the panning of the spaceship, and you're like, fuck, all right, yeah. I'm gonna have a sweaty ass after this, just yep. sitting here, but yep. I'm all it's for it. it. Yeah. James, I, did yeah. uh your love for Halo influence your love for Rooster Teeth? 
I yes, I was yeah. just about to bring it up because <laughs> I just had the realization of like without playing Halo Three, I would not have been a fan of Red versus Blue, and yep. then I went and dived into Rooster Teeth, and I then I would not have moved to Texas in pursuit to try to work oh. for Rooster Teeth, and, and I wouldn't have known either. any of you. So thank you, Jared Gill, for uh, being <laughs> so excited for Halo Three that got me and Michael to play. Yeah. Holy uh, but, shit! So without Halo, this might not have happened. Like literally. Yeah. Yeah, like, it has such an impact. It really it's did. Crazy. It it because like yeah, I I definitely wouldn't have liked. That was um, my first online playing too. Yeah, that's that's when I like really dug in. I remember playing mm-hmm. Ratchet and Clank three up your arsenal. Uh, I played that online and I played a siege mode and I played with this other person for like an hour or so and. Funny enough, Michael was with me and we're like, oh, do you think he wants to be friends with us? Like, we should send them a friend request. And uh, yeah, it was some friend request and they accepted and it was very uh, satisfying moment. Have no idea who this person is now, Uh, (laughs) but uh, it was a fun thing. So, yeah. But yes, I would not have liked Rooster to get this much had I not played Halo 3, which is a weird thing because now. I don't. I don't. I. I'll say it on the record. Not. I'm not a big fan of Rooster Teeth anymore. They uh, have done some not great things in their past. Yeah. I. The, guess we can touch on it. But the cultures. It, it's a. It's a great time for video games, and at the same time, it's a very toxic culture to get into. Where I'm like, I don't blame you if you don't want to play. Totally, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. I wouldn't want to either. It's just I'm. Luigi's Mansion was the first needle I stuck in my vein, and here I am. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, the amount sorry, of but... gatekeeping the gaming community has, and Insane. sorry, Taylor, the amount mm-hmm. of hate it has towards women mm-hmm. is yep. like some uh, the biggest misogynists of... I know are hardcore gamers, uh, usually, uh, and it's just like what I, well i know what's drawing them to it is because you get to rescue women and be a big strong man mm-hmm. but uh that's slowly changing like um you know uh horizon zero dawn that's oh, a cool game God. that stars a cool lady and ashley birch who voices is also just an angel I'm like everything about that game is so good <laughs> i will actually get around to playing it one of these days i i haven't <sighs> i started like the first like 30 minutes and then Dropped it for probably work schedule reasons and mm-hmm. probably just need to start from the beginning again. But oh, yeah, yeah. it quickly hopped up in my top five as soon as I played it. Yeah. And, and the thing is, I forgot it whenever I was listing off those games I liked, but now that I'm here, I'm like, shit, I think that might be top three. That's like, yeah, yeah. it's, yeah, it's mine goes like, oh. with the first one being Mass Effect 2, then yeah. The Last of Us, Resident Evil 4, Horizon Zero Dawn. Five jumps around a lot. It's kind of my spot for whatever I'm liking at that time before I like make a final decision. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I get that. Mass Effect <sighs> Two was phenomenal. God, so that good. opening sequence where you like float through the Normandy. So oh man, cool. it's so cool. Uh, another another game that changed the, the way. <laughs> what? Oh yeah, Wait, again, Krogan, pillow. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, Aaron. Yeah, another game that changed a whole i remember news outlets going for the first one going like there's alien sex in this game we can't oh, yeah. you a can't let your kids play you're like and then like you play and it's like the tamest stuff ever you see a little bit of a side butt and like that's yeah. it <laughs> and there, then there's games like laser sh- laser shoot suit larry which is like Oof. straight up a porn game and <laughs> no one gives a shit about that but since someone with blue skins so to side side boob. Oh no, yeah. world's ending. Yep. No, guys. I have I have throw pillows for every Mass Effect character. On my <laughs> wall over there is multiple pieces of art I have drawn drawn of Mass Effect characters. Up here, I have all my pop figures of my Mass Effect characters and my original art book. Guys, let me say that that's Nerd probably alert. the game. <laughs> that's probably the game that influenced me the most. Like when I kept I stuck with video games because I got into Mass Effect. I was like Oh God! Yeah, <laughs> great. So, Raymaster's coming out eventually. 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 Well, friends, eventually. Uh, before we have a five-hour episode, we should probably end it because uh, <laughs> yeah. 
as you can tell, we can just keep talking about video games, but to make it a digestible medium, we should probably parse it out into episodes uh, so people can listen Boo. to it. I know. Uh, we haven't actually worked on any of the copy, so um, thanks. But hey, for let's have fun with it. Uh, uh, James, what are you currently playing? Oh, yeah. Right now, I just started uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Um, I'm very excited Money. to start. I just beat Miles Morales the other day. So, yeah, super fun to get that started. I'm trying to get it done before uh, Cyberpunk 2077 comes out. Mm. Yes. Right so, on. Taylor, what are you playing right now? Uh, I'm on that Miles Morales as well. Also getting hyped for 2077. Uh, really, that's it because I'm so getting hyped for 2077. I'm running a Cyberpunk Red game and streaming it and stressing over that constantly. So my life is Cyberpunk currently. Oh, right. shit. Go to the con save on Twitch. Watch your stuff. James is in it. I am in it. my heart on Friday. So I did. You did I, good. I made people really sad. Yeah. With my acting. Uh, what are you uh, currently playing, Alan? Uh, so I've been playing through Crash 4, uh, hey. which came out earlier this month, and it's been it's been pretty good. Um, <laughs> I think Why I like the original trilogy better. Uh, not to get too heavy into the details because we're trying to wrap up here, but like uh, I feel like the first playthrough is going to be fun, and then trying to hundred percent it is going to be something painful. Yeah, um, but I'm still going to do it because that's how I play video games. I'm going to, you put a video that. game in front of me, I'm going to 100% it. Same. Um, yeah. I also played through a game I want to pick up. I played through the Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity demo. Ooh. Oh, day. wow. Um, that, I think, came out, the full game came out like two days ago. Nice. Uh, I had a ton of fun with Hyrule Warriors for the Wii U, and probably I'm going to pick up Age of Calamity as well, so... Uh, it looks it looks like it's gonna be pretty fun. Oh, that reminded me. I'm playing Hades too. Hades oh. is such a fun game. It's honestly skyrocketed to the top. My favorites for this year. It's phenomenal. I've been listening to the soundtrack. It's bomb. Oh, it's it, it's <laughs> such a great game. Highly recommend it. Uh, Aaron, what are you playing? Uh, I just finished Miles Morales. Um, uh, still kind of. 100%ing it right now, platinuming it, um, just trying to get through all of it. Um, but kind of same song and dance like Taylor. I'm just waiting for Cyberpunk at this point. I'm building a PC as well. Uh, hopefully it'll be complete by the time that drops, so that way I can just play it on that. Um, but yeah, Cyberpunk is probably going to consume my life, given the uh -huh. fact that we're in a pandemic until... Uh -huh. <laughs> in yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. still in the Animal Crossing game because it came out pandemic time. <laughs> yeah, and it's really perfect pandemic Halloween. timing. Yeah, oh, okay. I they got and they so keep lucky. getting me with their events. Like I had to do the Halloween event. Now I have to get mushrooms. Oh, Turkey Day's coming. Oh my god, <laughs> then presents. Like, guys, I think they, they know what they're doing. I think <laughs> I Cyberpunk will be my last game on the PS4 before I upgrade to a PS5. I. Yeah, I don't see myself playing a PS5 till God knows when, so probably same. Yeah. Yeah, I'm probably going to get it maybe, well, shit, whenever they're available, but is yeah. the first problem. But yeah, um, yeah probably maybe in January, if, if not December. Only because like, I told myself I'm, I'm probably not going to do 2077 on my PS4. I'll probably do it on my PC. Mm -hmm. But uh, I wanted to play Miles Morales on my PS4 because nobody is shutting the fuck up about the DualSense on the ps5 like oh it's so good i'm like i swear to god if it just vibrates a little harder i'm gonna be so mad like yeah. i don't understand the dual sense has never been fa fantastic i don't know why people don't stop talking about it so i wanted to play that my first game on a ps5 will probably be miles morales just to get a comparison idea yeah i probably the same that makes sense well i don't have a fun closing tag other than um i don't know Check out Shame Watch. Look at uh, watch the con save. Uh, Alan, do you have anything you want to plug? No, this is the only side creative project I have going on right now, so <laughs> don't have a ton of time for them. But yeah, that's yeah. fair. I, I guess I'll, I'll plug this podcast you might have heard of. It's called uh, Game Watch. Uh, <laughs> hey. Yeah, I hear it's full of fun people. Oh yeah, the best. Well, mm -hmm. goodbye everyone. Good night. 
and game on. I'm trying to think of something. Yeah, I'm trying. I was trying to think of like game on or something. I was like, what's not totally lame? Like, uh, well, it's a workshop. We'll figure it out later. Yeah. yeah. Mine lately has been washing. Fix it in post. Wash. Yeah. Yeah. Wash, wash your hands, hands and wash. Wash your hands and wash people. everything else. Put on a mask. Yeah. Socially distance. Be just listen to science. <laughs>